Yeah. So I don't know if you heard what Tiffany just said, but legit true. What? What? I don't know if they were paying attention to you. Why would they not be paying attention? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents brought to you by Grove Collaborative. 70% of people say they want to use natural products, but only about 2% actually do. That's why Grove Collaborative makes finding healthy, affordable, effective natural cleaning products easy and convenient. Join us and over half a million families who trust Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. And for a limited time, when our listeners go to grove.co slash take it, they're going to get a free five-piece cleaning set from Mrs. Myers. So head on over to grove.co forward slash take it. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Thank you to Chastier, C-H-A-S-D-E-A-R, for letting us know uh, Tiffany's face resets my brain. <laughs> oh. Chastity said, Meredith once mentioned when she had bad thoughts, she tells her brain to reset. I loved this video so much. My brain also needs a visual. Now when I have a bad thought, I visualize one of my many, one of the many hilarious, ridiculous faces Tiffany makes, which mm-hmm. always make me LOL. And I repeat the word reset, reset, reset. It works like a charm. Thanks for the laughter, ladies. Oh, that was a good I one. I love that. Thank so you. So she's looking at your, you going like this, that one you do? I'm honored. Do the cross eye thing that you do. Yeah, that one. That's the There's face. a few. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm your host, Meredith from That's Inappropriate. And I'm your host, Tiffany from Juggling the Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's uh, on today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we are talking about the least helpful scientific study, which reports that moms weigh more than childless women. Uh, <laughs> I swear to God, somebody did a study on that. Hospital shames moms about using their phones while nursing. And eight tips to keep your relationship fresh and deepen your emotional intimacy in 2020. Also, we should mention that this season we have a couple of new exciting things coming up. So make sure you listen to the end to hear what those are. Yes, listen all the way to the end um, because we told you to. Let's open the show with a mom fail moment. We're here because we've all struggled as moms and parents. Anyone who says they haven't is a lie bagger. Meredith, it's been a long time. I'm sure you've got plenty of mom fail moments to share with us. And your brain, you're just empty on those, huh? I couldn't think of a one. Not a one. Okay. Uh, all right. So I can be on the spot for today. Let's see. There are so many all the time. Um, I mean, hey, by the way, should we talk about how excited we are to be back? Like, we didn't even touch on that. When At what point do we talk about our joy yeah. for returning for season four? Because I couldn't even sleep last night. I was so excited to come over here and record this. And I feel like it needs to be said at some point. Yeah. And I was so excited um, to share uh, my Christmas gift with you. I wanted to exchange Christmas gifts because true friends, true friends um, can wait a month after Christmas to exchange a gift because in reality, it's very hard for people to get together with kids and, and time and everything. But I have my gift for Tiffany, which I didn't wrap, but the thought is what counts. Hold on. Oh my gosh, I'm nervous. I have a gift. I, I need you to pick it up for me. It's too heavy. I have a gift for you, but it's at my house. Okay, yeah. For sure. real. It sounds like a lie, but it really is, and I feel like you're going to love it Okay. so much. All this right. is big. Yeah, it's heavy. It's heavy. So, okay. Oh, from Home Goods. It 
I have a home. Yeah. <gasps> Shut the front door. She oh, left the price sorry. tag on it. Oh my gosh. $2.50? I forgot. I was going to wrap it. I had good intentions. Meredith, this is beautiful. I didn't mean to leave that in there. Okay. The- but so I saw this and it literally screamed, Tiffany, wow. Tiffany, Tiffany. And I think this will go very well in yes. your home. You guys can't see it, but it's a gigantic agate slice adorned in gold on a beige frame. This is magical. I've never seen anything so like it. What is this called? Um, An agate Okay. It might be called an agate, but when I was little, my dad called it an agate, so I've always called it that, but okay, I think but it's, it's called like agate. it's a geode, right? It's a rock. Yes. It's a crystal. It's a crystal. Specimen. Yeah. Show, show, our, show our live mm. listeners. Look at this. But if that doesn't scream Tiffany Jenkins, I don't know what does. And it matches my I, outfit. Well, I just thought, you know. So Thank you so old. much. It's beautiful, okay. and I love it, and you did perfect. It's going to look really good in my with my decor, too, because yeah. I'm doing all beige cream colored with pops of blue. Are you really doing blue? 100%. Okay, well, I saw that, and I was like, Dave's yeah. like, she doesn't want that. And I'm like, no, Dave, she does. Dave, get out of here. I love it. Yeah, I thought for sure. Thank you, Meredith. You're, welcome. You're a good friend. Dave, will you put that up? Dispose of this. <laughs> it's just really big and heavy. She said. Yeah. I love it so yeah. much. I love it. And it is really heavy. And yeah, magical. watch. Jesus. Should we mention that or no? What? The thing on the floor? <laughs> I have a visitor today, um, but she um, is sitting on the floor. Uh, <laughs> my niece is here, and so she is uh, – uh, I'm babysitting. Uh, well, I am, technically. Technically, t- Tiffany is babysitting because she's closer, but I'm- it's fine. Um, yeah, okay, so I, I can go ahead and do uh, do a mom fail. Um there's don't all- hide it so that I forget it, Dave. No, we won't. I'll make sure you go home with it. I don't want to hear. Okay. Weird rock painting. You don't want good energy. <laughs> I, I Look at all my crystals. I know. What's they're happening right, with you? They're right on my desk. I'm the impressed. more time I spend with you, the more crystals I accumulate. <laughs> good. You'd think you'd calm the F down no, a little more. I can't. Um, I, and, oh. So, so, so yesterday I got a phone call from the school nurse. And they said, um, your daughter is in, um, in the nurse's office. She was hit in the face with the basketball. <gasps> and I said, okay, can I talk to her? And so I'm like, hey, are you okay? And she's like, mom, it really hurts. And I was like, okay, but, you know, you didn't get a nosebleed. And they said that, you know, it was, it, it was just a bump. Um, I said, if, if you get a really bad headache or you feel nauseous to your tummy, you know, call me back. But I really do. I, th- I think you're fine. Mm-hmm. And Dave turned and looked at me and he's like, that's really mean. You should have just gone and picked her up. <gasps> and I was like, she doesn't need to miss school. She got bumped in the face at PE with a ball. Right. Like, I think she's going to be fine. Well, not 30 minutes later, the nurse calls back and she's like, Sophia is in the office again. She now has a headache and is nauseous and feels sick. And the I'm exact like, symptoms. I was like, but I gave her that list of WebMD <laughs> symptoms. And so I was like, so then she comes home riding her bike outside. Not a care in the world. Oh my God. So she played me. Dave called me mean, so then I felt guilty, Yeah, and I went in and picked her up. Dave should have picked her up. And I was like, 
So I don't know if that's a mom fail per se, but it was definitely one of those things where I was like, that kid could have made it all damn day. And then you made me feel guilty. She made me feel guilty. And she should have finished school. I don't think it's a mom fail. I think you did the right thing. You were under a lot of peer pressure. Now you have the nurse involved. What kind of mom do you look like if you're like, F that kid? She's fine. You know what I mean? Come on. A basketball of the face, you're right. Yeah. Jan from... (laughs) Dave came home and he's like, Marsha, Marsha, (laughs) Marsha. But I was like, she's not... She didn't get hit in the face by LeBron James. She got hit in the face by some kid. It wasn't like the... It wasn't like, you know... It wasn't game seven of the NBA finals. So I just kind of felt like she could tough it out. Like I birthed three kids for, through my vajay hole. All right. Like oh she's gosh. got this. That's so I funny, dude. That's hilarious. Thank you for sharing. I don't know. Anyway. Oh my God. That's so funny. LeBron. <laughs> Today's trending parenting news is brought to you by Grove Collaborative. Um, it's been a long time since you guys have had one of my majestic jokes. So without further ado, uh, what do snowmen eat for breakfast? Blizzards. That doesn't even make sense. Meredith. Dairy queen blizzard. I mean, all right, but no. Oh, frosted flakes. Oh, (laughs) that's so stupid. Get it? I like frosted flakes. Ew. That's because you're old. I love raisin bran. Oh. I'd eat it every meal. I have Lucky Charms like every night at about 1 (laughs) a.m. After a day of dieting. (laughs) Of course you do because all of the little marshmallows look like different geodes. Okay. Okay. You got the diamond. Got the... No. Yeah, they have diamonds. There's rainbows and clouds. Diamonds. That's not a geode. Every rock is not called a geode. They're all geodes. Okay. Living healthy is more than just eating right. It's about ridding potentially harmful chemicals wherever you can, from the soaps and detergents you use to the cloth you use to wash your face. If this sounds a bit daunting, let me introduce you to Grove Collaborative. Check out all the incredible natural products to give you a happier, healthier home. So, Tiffany, what's your favorite thing about Grove? My my favorite – sorry, I was going to say something really stupid, but I'm just going to say what's on my mind. Um so, so I, um, I'm in the process of possibly buying a home. And, um, when I went into the home to look at it, they had, uh, Miss Myers set up by the sink and a Grove tray set <gasps> up by the sink. Meant to be. I, first of all, I was like, okay, I like these people. But right. second of all, it just makes it look so like clean, clean yeah. and like good. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but like, I am so excited to be able to decorate my house and show off the fact that I'm a good person and I use natural products. <laughs> That's why I wasn't going to say it out loud, but it's the truth. I li- but I feel you on that. I do. I completely, completely do. So join us and over half a million families who trust Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. For a limited time, when our listeners go to grove.co slash take it, they're going to get a five-piece cleaning set from Mrs. Myers. So go to grove.co forward slash take it to get your exclusive offer. Moving on. Okay. In the least helpful study ever, science concludes moms weigh three pounds more than childless women. A study conducted at the University of Cambridge analyzed data that was previously collected by dozens of other studies involving women and weight. The studies tracked women's weight ranges from the age of 15 to 35. The study claims that childless women steadily gain about one to two pounds within five or six years. The panel suggests that tired parents are more likely to skip exercise and to snack more frequently on unhealthy foods than their childless counterparts. On average, mothers also gained the same 
one to two pounds and then an additional almost three pounds. According to the University Cambridge professor, Dr. Eleanor Winpenny, the goal of the study was not to specifically gauge pregnancy weight gain because apparently two to three, because whatever, but apparently <laughs> gaining two to three pounds within a few years is called a significant lifestyle change. Which I find completely ridiculous because my husband can poop a three-pound poop in okay. one sitting. I'm just saying, I think this is ridiculous. First of all, why is this study even, like, why is this even a thing? Because, do, of course, women who have had babies weigh more. Of course we do. We Your body changes so drastically from becoming pregnant and having a baby. And then, yeah, you skip workouts because you're busy carting a bunch of freaking kids around. And, yeah, you're eating leftover chicken nugs from their plate because you didn't get to sit down and eat your damn meal. And, yeah, it's exhausting. And so you stress eat Lucky Charms at 1 a.m. Like, yeah. that's life. I don't care if a childless counterpart of mine weighs three pounds less than I do. I personally am very grateful for this study. Because Why? I can print out factual scientific evidence and show it to my husband. Oh, get out of here. And be like, look, honey, I know you might be thinking, hey, you know, it looks like Tiffany's gotten a little bit bigger. But here is a scientific research study done by a college that says it's not me. It's because I pushed a baby out of here. I, okay. I just think it's really, really ridiculous that the study they're even exists. They're essentially saying that people who have had children are lazy. <laughs> if Literally. Tired parents are more likely to skip exercise. I yeah, but th there and are to snack more frequently. Like they're basically saying, people who've had kids pretty much let have let themselves go and stop trying is basically what it's saying. But I don't disagree with that part of the study because I find exactly. a lot of that to be true. Right? Like I probably do snack way more than I would if I didn't have kids asking me for a million snacks. If I'm getting them a snack, what well, I gotta have a snack too. Also, like before you have kids, you're out partying, doing coke. Oh, sorry. Is that not? <laughs> I just Only here on take it or leave it. Um, you got to settle do down. Not, we do not condone. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, yes. definitely not. Trust yeah. me as a multiple time convicted felon. You don't want to do that, we're, guys. We're hosting a parenting podcast. <laughs> Are you talking about? I'm just saying things stuff. change. Agreed. Once you have kids, you can't party as much. Right. You know. Agreed. Uh, agreed. So, and I just found it to be very humorous that this was at the top of these researchers' minds. Like, doy, no, no joke. Look at this amazing point. April said, "Spend money on cancer research." Uh, not wait. How about that? Right. Hello. Jeez. This is a study that's just like, hey, guys, we're going to tell you what you already know. And then some. And they were like, we just wanted. And of course, this goes into the, this was published in Obesity Reviews is the name of the <laughs> medical journal. And they're like, becoming a mother is associated with a 17 percent greater absolute BMI gain than remaining childless. So should we not have kids because our BMI is going to increase 17 percent? Shut up. Stupid. My favorite part is that it's like um, people, mothers, people who have had kids gain the same one to two pounds as people who didn't have kids. And then an additional two pounds, 14 ounces. Like that's a specific ass number. It's, it's the average. They just took all those people, added their weights up and divided it up for an average. It's almost three pounds. So I get that. But what I just think. I How just many think ounces are in a pound? 16 ounces. Am I right? You guys are smart. Bam. 
That's smart. That's the size of his poop this morning. Well, I. how do you know? Because he weighs himself before and after. Dave. And then he tells me. How Literally? He, yes. He does. Oh, he does. And then he'll like scream it from the bathroom. He's like, one pound poop. And I'm like, stop telling me oh, this. Oh my gosh. I couldn't poop a pound if like if if you were going to say, hey, a million dollars. Go poop a pound. That's why another thing with men, they do a study because that'll men always can lose more than women anyway. I'm going to embarrass my husband really quick, but he's been taking this stuff. I don't want to say the product or anything because I don't want to be responsible, but he's been taking this stuff. It's all natural and it's supposed to help you go to the bathroom like in a smoother fashion. Ooh. So now literally every time he leaves the bathroom, he's like, hey, just call me smooth poo Drew. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> you need to stop. <laughs> You need to stop right now, please. Smooth poo Drew. Yeah. But he's like serious. He's like, hey, hey, just call me. Like he wants it on a shirt. He need like it's make his... him a shirt. Well, now the internet knows, so Well, that's great. When I'm people sure start be... calling him that on the street, mm, I'm, I'm gonna be really pleased. Yeah, I think that's great. So the <laughs> two of them apparently are really, really impressed with their poos. It's weird because we don't do that. So we don't know. I, I, you know, we don't go number two. So it's hard to. Oh, well, I definitely poop, but I could never generate a one pounder. Okay. All right. Well, Cambridge, thank you so much for this uh, for life changing, earth shattering. For nothing. Study. Thank you for nothing. Okay. <laughs> Parenting Crap is brought to you by FabFitFun subscription box. FabFitFun is a women's lifestyle subscription box filled with full size, premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home and wellness products customized to your specific interest and delivered straight to your doorstep each season. Use coupon code TAKEIT, that's one word, T-A-K-E-I-T, for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. So you customized. Huh, yeah. What'd you get? What'd you pick? Well, okay. So the choices for me for the, um, were really tough because there was like, there was one that was like a whole sweater Mm. jacket thing, Mm. which Mm. I was like, oh my gosh, I want this, but I live in Florida. So I opted for some kind of anti-aging face ray. Yeah. Martian machine. Yeah. Um, but I dig it a long time for a long time. I didn't use FabFitFun because I was like, oh, I'm not into fit fitness. You know what I mean? And they have the word fit in it. But the truth of the matter is uh, you can customize it for what you want if you if you get in there in the window. I, it, it's You have to read up on it, but I forget how it works. Some some items are customizable. Yeah, and others aren't. Yeah. Everybody gets some of like the same Like three things. of the same, and yeah. then you can customize to what you want right. or what you'll use. But some people like it to be a complete surprise. And a couple of the options for the customize were surprise me. And so I did that too. So we're going to oh, see. Oh, did you click the surprise me? I, I did didn't. Online. I didn't want any surprises. Order your spring box today. It retails for $49.99, but you, it always, and, and we mean always, has a value of over $200. So use coupon code TAKEIT, that's one word, T-A-K-E-I-T, for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. All right. In parenting crap, a hospital posted a sign in their NICU nursing room that was shaming new moms about using their phones while nursing their baby. A British hospital posted signs in their special baby care unit to guilt new parents into not using their phones while with their newborns. Dr. Ash Cottrell's child had been born five days prior and was in the special care unit of Yeovil District Hospital. 
Obviously, a newborn requiring intensive care is a stressful situation to begin with for new parents. But the hospital threw a dose of parental guilt in there, too, in the form of posters in the ward shaming new parents for being on their cell phones. The hospital claims that the no-phone posters are meant to encourage bonding between parents and babies, especially nursing moms. A public statement from the hospital to the mirror states that the posters were specifically designed for the special care unit, where... Being separated from your baby is very difficult for many of our new moms, and our advice is all about encouraging bonding as well as strengthening milk flow. But does guilting new moms about their phone use really encourage them? So the sign, basically, it was just this picture of like a mom holding a baby and then a cell phone with a big circle and an X through it. And it's like, you know, please do not look at your, put your phones down while you're nursing your baby. And this doctor was like, I'm really upset that they even posted this because, you know, I'm in a dark room, I'm nursing a sleeping baby. I'm just sitting there and I'm actually thinking about, you know, Googling things that are going on with my baby because they're in the special care unit. So my mind is wandering, you know, you'd be on WebMD, Mm -hmm. you'd be Googling some things and like whatever, or talking with your family, getting support, posting pictures, whatever. I don't, I don't see why this is even a thing. Like let the mom bond how the mom wants to bond. And if you're sitting in a dark room nursing, trying to stay awake, Mm -hmm. I see no problem with having your phone out and scrolling or whatever. I don't know. I'm not mad. I can understand why. Um, And for me, what it boils down to is the word shaming. Mm -hmm. Is a doctor shaming? Is the doctor, does a a sign say, hey, you piece of crap, put your phone down and look at your baby, you bad mom. Like that would be shaming. You bad mom. Yeah. If it said that, sure. Okay. That would be. So you think that, that. It's just trying to encourage. And sometimes we need a reminder. Mm, And so to me, that's all that sign was, is just a reminder. It's Mm -hmm. in no way shaming in my opinion. I think that people love to twist things and make it shaming and do this fake outrage thing. Not that I'm saying that this is what this doctor did or the person who wrote the article. No offense to them. I'm just saying that in reality, it's nice to have a reminder. I don't know the scientifics behind it, but if you are, if your baby's in a special care unit and it's really important that you bond with the baby, whatever that looks like, if it's staring at your kid while they're breastfeeding or whatever, perhaps being focused, you know, might help with milk flow. Being present in the moment might help with milk flow. You know what I mean? If your mind is somewhere else, it's basically just a human hanging off your teat. Yeah. And and if we're being honest, I'm so old that I wasn't on social media when my with when I had a newborn. It wasn't even like I wasn't even on Facebook. So uh, I mean, I'm not saying you should or you shouldn't. But what I am saying is that I don't think um, that it's that big of a shaming. deal or yeah. it's that it, that could be considered shaming. Sure. In my opinion. Okay. I, I feel you on that a million percent. Really? Uh, yeah. Because here's the thing. I really don't care what you do, how you feed your baby. I don't care if you bottle feed or breastfeed. I don't care what you do. I mean, don't give it like a Big Mac, you know, because like they don't have teeth. <laughs> right. But I'm saying whatever you want to do, like do, you do you. Uh, and you're figuring it out because it's really hard to breastfeed. I had a terrible time breastfeeding. I could not figure it out. Um, and I had a colicky newborn and it was very difficult. And I felt like a failure when I was trying to newborn, uh, newborn, when I was trying to breastfeed my newborn. Same. So it was, it was a stressful situation for me altogether. Um, so I kind of feel like, 
Do you want to know what mm. I can I just say another thing that's probably going to get me some hate, but I'm just going to say it. Mm. Go it's ahead. too late. My mouth is already open. Um, I will say that I understand that there are reasons why breast milk is so important. Mm-hmm. And I understand why it's so crucial for the baby to have it. Mm-hmm. But I have myself and friends who are very close to me almost losing their mind and falling into a depression mm-hmm. because they couldn't breastfeed. And yeah. society made them or tried to make them feel like crap about not being able to do it. Yeah. And so to me, I think if people chilled a little bit, and didn't shove it down your throat that this way is best, that so many moms wouldn't be so frustrated and depressed on top of already being exhausted. Well, and I think people need to be more honest about how difficult it is to breastfeed and the fact that they at some point have to make a choice to formula feed. And even if, and here's the other thing too, if you never even tried to breastfeed, you were just, the baby came out and you're like, no, I'm just doing formula. Like, I don't care. That's, I don't, I don't care. Give the, yeah, just give them a bottle. But like I actively tried and, and it was so difficult for my milk to come in. And then I couldn't even the, my, my first, none of my babies latched. So we actually had to buy little plastic nipple shields and stick Mm -hmm. them on Mm -hmm. so that the flow, because my milk was coming out so fast that the baby couldn't even drink it. It was just spraying everywhere and I was losing milk. Yeah. So what was the problem? Um, he couldn't figure out how to latch. Oh, they didn't latch. So that was it was the flooding him. And then I was just losing all this milk. And then I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, like all this milk is coming out and he's not right. even getting it. Right. And so I had, my husband actually was talking with somebody. He's at a catching golf- it with a bowl and well, a bucket. <laughs> he was talking to a friend at a golf course and he was like, Hey, my wife used nipple shields. Maybe your wife needs those or whatever. They were out golfing and he came home with a nipple shield and I popped the sucker on and the kid breastfed. Oh, he came home with a nipple shield. Yeah. And it worked. Right. And so then I was able to successfully breastfeed for eight or 10 months with my first kid, but it was, I was at my breaking point, like four or five weeks in and just crying and just a mess. And I couldn't figure it out. Um, maybe it's cause you were on your phone, Meredith. I'm just just kidding. I actually wasn't because I, like I said, I didn't have social media before computers existed. Right. Because I'm so old. (laughs) I know my best friend called me though. Devastated. She's like, I've got cabbage on my boobs. They feel like they're, they're going to rip through the skin. It's like, she was devastated. She's like, but I know that I'm supposed to breastfeed and I don't want, because the baby was born and had to go to the NICU because it had all kinds of problems. So she was like, and I'm like, dude, if you have tried everything, freaking chill, you know, try formula, see how that goes. And, you know, it's up to you ultimately, but don't let the pressure of what everybody is telling you that you have to do cause you to lose your mind and spiral into a depression. And then you're no good to anybody, especially the kid. Yeah. And that's what was happening. She was resenting the kid, you know, because she was so depressed and, and I get it. Like I, my nips were pierced when I was 18 cause I was wild. And so they scarred up inside. And when I tried to breastfeed, they trickled out like a weird leaky faucet and it was horrible. So I, I was like, Hey, I'm going to be gentle with myself and I'm, you know, and my kids are fine. Yeah. No, pretty chill. It's it, 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 there's, yeah, we went off topic, but but I think it's an important topic to have a conversation about because I don't think there's this huge argument over breast. It's very controversial. And and, you know, formula is great. And, And then it's like, how about the fact that you can talk to people who were like, uh, you know, breastfeeding wasn't as easy as people make it out to be. It's not like you just, it's like parenting. 
You don't know what you're doing. There's really nobody. uh, I had no help from a lactation consultant at my hospital. The only thing she said to me was, well, you need to breastfeed now. You're doing it wrong. Move his head like this and left. I never saw the woman again. Saw her for all of five minutes. It's tough. It's it's really hard. It's not something that you just know how to do. Just thinking about after having a baby that time. Yeah. In the hospital. You're walking around with that diaper on. You're yeah. bleeding all over the you place. You got people coming in every five you still seconds. Look pregnant. To take vitals. You've never, you haven't slept. You haven't lost any weight. You had a baby, but you didn't lose any weight. D- riddle me that, Cambridge. <laughs> I just had a baby that was seven and a half pounds, and yet you come in and you tell me that I lost three? How? <laughs> How? My husband takes bigger poops than that. How? Good times. I'm just saying. The water it's bottle. Very, it's very stressful. Spray water on your... Anyway, um, so anyway, my opinion about this is it's not that big of a deal either way. It's just meant to encourage, you know, mm-hmm. no cell phones in the lobby, whatever. I'm not going to be outraged at the building. I, I I ignored a no cell phones in the doctor's room the other day. I was in there by myself getting my skin, um, my skin check for my six month checkup. And there's a big sign that says no recording, no photos in the room. And so I took my phone out and I'm like, I'm going to be a rebel <laughs> and I'm going to do a video right now. Go get your skin checked. Go to the dermatologist, get your moles checked. And um, they, they come in, they're like, we said she, no recording. She walked and, like, in and walks. I was like, <laughs> and then I pretended I didn't do it. And then I posted it on Instagram, but I want people to go get checked, check your moles. Okay, guys, everybody can get skin cancer. If you're a human, you can go. Yeah. Good, good PSA. I just, I had two more things hacked off. So I'm waiting for my results, but one big one on my leg and on my butt. What's going on? Are you prone to it? Oh yeah. I've, I had my first one at 23. Mm. My grandmother had melanoma. So I have to get checked every six months. I grow shit, man. Like I just, my body hates me. What can I say? In lighter news, love and marriage is brought to you by Grove Collaborative. Those all-purpose cleaners your mom used to use are full of harmful chemicals that have been linked to everything from respiratory problems to cancer. You don't need toxins to have a clean home. Not with Grove Collaborative. Grove takes the guesswork out of going green. Every Grove.co product is guaranteed to be good for you, your family, and your home, and the planet. (laughs) Wow. Wow. <laughs> and, the, and the trees and the ground. But it's so good. You can save time reading those confusing labels and buy all of your products from Grove because they've got everything you need. What's your current favorite product from Grove? My current favorite product from Grove is definitely, um, well, I love all of it. I love the Rooted Beauty, but like it's. Mm, yeah, that's good face wash. Yeah. I really love the make your own like cleaners where they, they give you the glass bottle yeah, and you pour in the solution and then you mix it with water and it's like a labelless, beautiful glass spritz thing. Yeah. I have my air freshener. The pine is in there. Mm, That's what I have right now. I love Cause pine. I was still, I'm still not done with my winter scent. Yeah. Same. But, um, I always love their all purpose, Mrs. Myers all purpose cleaners for the countertops just because every time I go through the kitchen and I wipe them down, it's, it smells like mm, Christmas. Well, or whatever scent you have. Right now, I still have peppermint. So, yeah. I thought you said pine. I'm pine sorry. is my air freshener. I'm talking about the all-purpose spray. And you're trying to tell me that pine and peppermint don't smell like Christmas? No, I said, yeah, because I'm still on my winter scents. <sighs> 
They have delicious new scents. Yeah. Coming out. Yeah. But we'll tell them about that later. Join us and over half a million families who trust Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. And for a limited time, when our listeners go to grove.co slash take it, they're going to get a free five-piece cleaning set from Mrs. Myers. So head on over to grove.co forward slash take it. All right. So in love and marriage, um, you know, it's 2020. It's a new year. So I started Googling like best way to start off the new year with, uh, with your mate and all of this like lovey-dovey crap. And so they said, here are the eight things you can do together as a couple in the new year to keep your relationship fresh and deepen your emotional intimacy. Why did you accentuate deepen? Because it Was sounded that... sexual. Okay. Deepen. So these are eight things that you could try to do this new year. Some of these I said, cool. Some of them I audibly gagged. Okay. I'm just wait. saying. Okay. Schedule a time for a weekly review of each other's calendars. I feel like we do that every day in our house. Do I also, not? I think it's cool that you guys are so busy that you have calendars. With the kids. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Like true. shuffling the kids, doing, you know, like what's tonight? Tonight is tennis and yoga. What's tomorrow? It's flag football and soccer. What's what's whatever? What's this? What's that? There's a lot. I, with three, wait till your kids are in sports or dance or whatever. You're going to hate it. You just said tennis and yoga. Yeah. I go to yoga and Sophia comes with me now because she quit. She quit gym. <gasps> she couldn't go back. Her arm injury. Oh my God. She can't do it. I, we sent her back for a couple of weeks and she was so scared and so worried about her arm that she dropped out of competitive gym. Yeah. So I she's, have goosebumps. She's, it's very sad. She was very good at it. How do you feel as a mom who like I, invested? I am sad because she had a lot of potential for the sport I am grateful because I never want to see her um, jump around on her arms or legs like that again and sustain an injury like that because that was a serious injury. Um, So she, I said to her, what could we do that you would feel comfortable with? And she decided she wants to come to yoga with me. So we're doing that together. And because she was a gymnast, she's really good at yoga. Yeah, that makes sense. I actually thought about starting her, her own Instagram page, Yoga for Kids. Okay. And like her being a little instructor. I Don't give it, it your idea away. Well, there's a million of them out already. I'm oh. just saying she's, she would be good for it, I think. Yeah. You know, because she's bendy. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I'm sorry. Yeah. I touched your big floppy microphone. Watch my. Okay. So, okay. So this is how to strengthen and deepen. Yeah. So schedule a time for a weekly review of each other's calendars. Two. Number two is go on a weekend retreat. Take a weekend away from all the distractions during which you can evaluate and plan the year ahead quarter by quarter. Look at your face. Wait, this, what? That's the getaway? They're saying that, yeah, that's what adults do, I think. No, no, no. No. What? Mm -hmm. Take a weekend getaway from all the distractions during which you can evaluate and plan the year ahead quarter by quarter? Yeah, like what are we doing the next three months? Okay, is are we talking about a relationship or a, a, comp- a c- company? Well, maybe. Hey, babe, let's take a romantic vacation to a hotel where we can do our fiscal quarterly. What? That's not romantic. That's going to stress me out. It makes me like want to murder. Numbers? No, it gives me the worst. I can't even breathe in the financial advisor's office. I'm always like, I have to go to the bathroom, and I just sit in there while they talk about stuff. That this is not going to strengthen my relationship. This okay. is going to end. I'm going to end up unsnapped. Okay. Is what's right. going to happen. So, so we're going to cross off. And you can't two. call it a retreat. <laughs> a Do you know what a retreat? retreat? 
It's you get treats again and again and you get retreated. What the? Okay. All right. Well, we'll take two off. Okay. How about three? Try something new together. Make your life an adventure. Try fly fishing. Okay. Go for a nature walk. Plant something. Paint something. Take a hike. I, okay. I dig that. Okay. Start a couple journal in which you share your hopes and dreams. Sharing from the heart increases the probability that dreams will become a reality. Keeping a journal with an explicit agreement. Oh, not to judge one another's hopes can deepen intimacy by allowing for difficult discussions without impulsive emotional reactions or interruptions getting in the way. I don't hate this one. I do it with my bonus daughter. Mm hmm. Sometimes, you know, words are hard for children and men and I'm just kidding. I'm not though. But so it's not a bad idea, but it, my husband would think it was super lame. So yeah, you don't think your husband would write in the journal? No. I can guarantee you Dave would not. He'd write something stupid like, this let me put stupid. it in your... Oh. oh, well, yeah, that's yeah, what that I was too. Gonna, yeah. what you were going to say is what I was yeah. going to say. But it, let's put it over to Dave for a second and let's just verify that he would not do this journal. If it meant you could speak honestly without getting verbally assaulted. No, there's no chance I would do a journal for you no. that you would read. No. I could, I could log my yeah. daily poop weight. Okay. See, that's what I'm We're saying. Like for our, now I bet there are relationships out there where people would do this yeah. and it would work. And they're probably way happier. I'm just saying <laughs> our relationship would not work that way. Cause I would write things out and, and I would say like, I feel blah, blah, blah. And then he would reply back with feelings don't matter. <laughs> it either is or is not. Feelings aren't facts. <laughs> feelings aren't facts is what he would tell me. So I would be like, okay. I mean, it's not a terrible Next idea. journal page. This is my plan for murdering my husband. <laughs> One tarp. <laughs> Called and then Tiffany. Just, and then just a list. <laughs> Shovel. <laughs> Tiff on speed dial. <laughs> yeah. Trunk of car empty. <laughs> you would tell me that it was all wrong. No, no. If it, if it was your feelings and that's and you legitimately were feeling that way, I would listen. Okay. The doorbell was broken. Yeah. I walked to the door. Yeah. Open it. Yeah. Stand in front of the doorbell and start working to fix it. Uh-huh. You walked across the house. Yes. Around me. Uh-huh. Moved me out of the way. I did. And started pushing the doorbell yes. as if I wasn't already fixing it. I had to check and make sure it was, it was broken. <laughs> I might micromanage a little bit. A little bit. Okay. So now that you recognize that. Will I stop? No. You Okay. Okay. Next. Entertain other couples by hosting a game, game night. Yes. Love that. Yes. I think Love everybody should that. do it. I don't care if you have one other group, one other couple that you that you hang with. You should totally do game nights. Yeah. They're fun. It gives you a chance. And you don't even have to be on the same team with your own spouse, right? Like mix it up. Do girls versus guys mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Yeah. But game nights are super cool. We do that. If you look at my Insta, well, I don't want to plug it, but mm-hmm. I recorded it. Um, me and I think there was like nine of us. And I know that sounds like a lot of friends, but honestly, I have like four or five really close girlfriends mm-hmm. and it's their spouses and a million kids and the kids all play with each other while That's we so play weird that I didn't, we didn't get invited <clears throat> to that. That's so weird. Well, uh, you guys live an hour away. It's 45 minutes. One whole And if hour. I were invited to game night at your house, I would have, I would have come. I'm going to have them at my new house. Which I'll probably not get an invite and I'll hear about on the podcast. You will. I also didn't get a Christmas gift. So I just like to put out there when we were talking about who is really a true and blue good friend. 
I also picked out that gift with no help. And I'm a terrible gift giver. Really? And I saw that and zeroed in on, on how it would bring joy to your heart. It did. And you can't invite me to game night. It did. And also, now that I've seen the price tag, I feel like I need to get you a, a just part two <laughs> gift. <laughs> But I think you're going to dig it. I hope you don't already know about it. I think you're dead to me. Move on to number six. Number six. Be of service together. Giving back by volunteering often brings couples closer together as you use your combined resources of time, energy, and compassion to serve people in need. So that's a good one. I feel like that could definitely totally be a thing. You should do volunteer work together. We've done Habitat for Humanity Houses um, where we've gone out and painted houses and, and did different things. Uh, but as you, you can see how well we work together, it's like fire and ice. So dude, this is going to sound really dumb and I'm not trying to brag cause I never, ever talk about the stuff that I do for others, like in public. But what I will say is yesterday we went to Taco Bell and there is a woman there who is so amazing all the time. And she always gives our kids slushies and she's so happy just to be where she is mm-hmm. and to help people. And so literally Drew, Drew and I were talking about it. I'm like, we should give her a tip. And he's like, yeah, okay. And we like conspired and we gave her 20 bucks just for being amazing. And she like, she got emotional yeah. and it was like a really sweet moment between the two of us. And she's like, what's this for? We're like, just cause you're great at what you do. And we appreciate you being alive and being here and you know, um, but it does, it feels good to give. So yeah. I can see how doing it with a spouse yeah. Would feel equally as yeah. good. Yeah. Over Christmas, we approached our kids together and said, um, you know, uh, this year, wouldn't it be great if we all gave to charity? And wouldn't it be great if instead of getting, we gave and you guys could offer up some of your Christmas, like, budget money? That And they're Santa, like, no. Nah. All of our kids, um, Matthias offered up 100%. Sophia and Brian were a little more like 33%, you know, maybe 50%. But we sat down and um, Matias donated to the Homeless Coalition Mm. and um, Habitat for Humanity. And Brian gave to um, Autism Speaks and St. Jude's. And Sophia gave to St. Jude's and I feel like the the animal shelter. And so we sat down and we all did it together. And then we went and we did a, um, a big shop, which I always love to do every year for toys for tots. Yeah. And it was so much fun. I love that. I love going and just buying toys. So the best was at the habitat build when we were there working, everyone's working and we're all getting ready to wrap up. And then we realized that someone was in charge of the siding on the front of the house around the window. Someone sitting next to you. We had to take it all down and redo it. Oh, my God. I may have stapled siding to the house in the incorrect order. Okay. But you know what? You tried. I did. And then my husband took it all down and did it the right way. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So it happens. I think that's... Uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. I forget what it was, though. Um, but yeah. But I, but I just think it is... Oh, you have a Christmas budget? Like an actual... You were able to narrow it down that much? Like... Um, my husband forced me into it because I normally don't do that. I just see things and it's like, okay. Yeah. And he was like, no more of that. Wow. Good so, for you guys. Nah, it was very hard. But but we did. It was, a sm- it was a much smaller Christmas and it was great. And then the kids felt good because they donated. And we didn't our Christmas was so low key we didn't go anywhere we didn't do anything it was really nice 
was just us at home. Very cool. Yeah. So it was really nice. Number seven, read a book together. I'd like to do this, but my husband, I don't, I know he can read. I've just never seen him do it. Like for fun, I mean. Well, uh, reading, some people read, a lot of people don't anymore. And like, I'll get messages from people who are like, me and my husband read your book together. Me and my wife read your book together and stuff. But I can't imagine doing that. What does one person read out loud? No, I think you both have a copy of the book. Or one read it after the other or whatever. And then you kind of talk about the book. Right? Like a book So it's like watching a show together and talking about it. Yeah, but... Except a book. Right, but I don't... My my husband is just... He doesn't like to read. So it's hard because... I don't think he even read my book. My husband... Read yours? Finally did out of guilt because the internet went off. Yeah, see, my husband's never read my book. So it's probably better that way. And I don't think he's going to read my next book either, if we're being honest, so... That's okay, too. Doesn't hurt my feelings any. Yeah, probably can't even read. <laughs> he can definitely read. Oh. He's very smart. Uh, but he's just not... We, some people are just avid readers and other people don't want to read. And now with Audible yeah, and audiobooks, like, you can just listen. <laughs> or listen to a podcast instead. Take it or leave it. Advice such podcast for parents. Brought to you by Grove Club. Have fun. There you go. Um, going back in time, I thought about this while we were talking about it, but now one of the comments just confirmed it. Um, some people I think were feeling bad because they don't have friends to have game nights with Mm. and totally understand that. Um, do you have any advice? You know, it sounds kind of dorky, but I, I think one of the things that has really helped me over the past couple of years, go, if you have friends online, you can go lo- you can go into Facebook Messenger. There's a group I- I'm a, I'm friends with and there's five of us. Let me make sure I'm right. One, two, three, four. Yeah, five. Um, and we will every couple of weeks we will go into Facebook Messenger because um, we don't live anywhere near each other. And we turn the camera on and we um, just sit and chat. We did a Secret Santa where we exchanged gifts and we waited until we could all open them. It was like a twenty dollar limit thing. And we you could all, do that in Messenger. Yeah, in Facebook Messenger, and you just turn the camera on and you can all get together. So you could do that. Like I know you guys have are, have friends here that are live together or people that you talk with get those people on alive you know I love going live on my page because it's a chance for me to connect with you guys and talk with you and and have real conversations because you're literally writing something and we're physically reading it and talking back so you could do that for and it doesn't have to be a game night it could just be like once a month you get together with these people and you you know you could sit on the couch with your husband or whatever or get together and chat good advice I was actually forced out of my comfort zone. Um, These girls in recovery and I, we used to be roommates back in the halfway house. Um, They forced me into a group chat and I was like annoyed about it at first because they just messaged you. But then over time it became like just like a comfort blanket in my pocket and we ended up like making plans and I stepped out of my comfort zone um, and reached out to them. And now, you know, we make an effort to get together and And not exclude me. I understand. Are you worried that if you invite me and I meet those other friends that they're not going to like me and that's why you don't want me to come? Oh. Is that it? No. Are you sure? I that never crossed my mind. Is that really what it is? <laughs> no. I know you're not going to drive on a Sunday night one whole hour 
to come and play a game night with people you don't even know. Have you met me? Yeah. You would? You're invited anytime. I think we found out, guys. I think she's worried her friends. She's embarrassed of me. I think they're going to like you more is actually the problem. Yeah, right. All right. We can we can stop kicking that dead horse. You should see Dave wrangling this baby with one sock on, one sock off, <laughs> trying to run the podcast and hold the baby <sighs> at the same time. <sighs> He's doing good. It's been a long time since we've had a newborn in the house. I mean, and she's not ours, but. Okay, so one of the really cool features that we're going to bring on this season is that you guys can call into the podcast and help us introduce the Take It or Leave It podcast. So there'll be directions on this voicemail when you call it, and then you'll have an opportunity to record yours, and then Dave will go in and grab them each week and put them in. So the phone number is 315-834-2696. Yeah, and there's more news coming. Mm -hmm. Love me. If it, some pretty big news, if I can make a decision. <laughs> okay, so I hope you guys all enjoyed um, this first comeback episode as much as we did. Um, but yeah, make sure to download, download, download. I share it with everybody. Shout from the rooftops. Make sure to leave reviews. It's free. It's free. So download it. Don't You're, be a dirtbag. Well, oh, that's a little insulting. I didn't say shipwreck. Well, okay. Jo- join us next week, please. For another episode of Take It or Leave It. An advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who, who have, have no, no idea, idea what, what we're, we're doing. doing. We love you so much. So happy to be back. See you next week. <laughs> she's You're not a smothering. <laughs> You're literally, she doesn't know what she's doing. I know. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>